You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Uh, hi, this is Vicky Kolovo from Tech Talk Central, and I'll be interviewing Peter Margaris. Yes, he is Greek, head of service provider, product marketing at F5 Networks. Um, although we don't know the company, it's it's not one of those like listening to Epson or Facebook, whatever. But it's a huge company, and they're doing quite important work, and. Uh, we are here to hear um, exactly what they do and um, what new stuff they have to talk about. I did read on online, um, you enable scalable and security connectivity and because operators will need to scale the networks. And why? Because of the thing we've been hearing all over the place is wearables, Internet of Things. So for those listening, to make it in layman terms, you're going to wonder where all this traffic and how is it going to be facilitated. This is where F5 comes in and gives solutions. Thank you for joining us, Peter. Thank you for having me. Okay, so just try to elaborate a little bit for our audience what exactly the company does. Certainly, thank you. The, uh, the company provides various different solutions, hardware and software solutions, for service provider networks. And uh, if you look at a service provider network, there are different domains within the network. There's a domain that they use in order to have all their data centers and all their applications. There's another domain where they have all their signaling and their, and their control traffic, which, uh, which is what is uh, important in terms of setting up calls and in terms of subscriber management, application management. And then there's the traffic management portion of their networks. And F5 has solutions that actually allow service providers to optimize all of those domains. So we allow better application performance. We allow better traffic management within the networks. We have solutions that allow better management of signaling traffic as well. And across all of those domains, we also have a portfolio of security solutions. So we provide secure uh, connectivity as well as security across all the different domains, what we call multi-layer, multi-domain security. And then you've heard a lot about service providers as well that are now migrating toward virtual networks or NFV. So F5 Networks provides all of our solutions across our entire portfolio in both purpose-built appliances and, and also in virtual instances. So service providers have a, a wide range of flexibility in order to be able to better scale their networks and also better evolve their networks over time in the next several years. So F5 is in which continents? Uh, I'm guessing you're probably going to say all over the world, but uh, can you give us a picture? Certainly. F5 does play all over the world in every theater. And we actually have nine of the ten largest global operators in the world. So uh, we, we play with, uh, within all the different regions and with all service providers as, as far as the large service providers, medium and small as well. So, okay, going to Internet of Things and the wearables and the sensors, all the data that's going to be transferred, uh, what do you think? Just simply, you know, what are the needs and are the companies, the operators ready for that? Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a big challenge. It's a big opportunity for them. If you look at the growth of wireless in general and you look at the growth of smartphones, today about 50% of all adults have smartphones. Mm -hmm. By the year 2020, that number is going to be about 80%. So that alone is going to be 
a huge growth aspect of their networks. But the Internet of Things today is a small portion of their of their network uh, of their networks. There's going to be a projected number up to about 50 billion devices that will be on uh, on connected networks across the globe. So a projection of up to seven or eight devices per person will be connected to the internet and many of those connected via wirelessly. So if you think about the impact smartphones have and you think about the impact that the growth of traditional wireless has on networks, think about the growth of these connected devices and what that may impact service provider networks. The the scalability issues they're going to have is going to be uh, is going to be enormous in terms of being able to manage the amount of signaling traffic mm -hmm. that's going to be hitting their networks, and being able to manage the application access that's mm -hmm. going to be that's going to be hitting their networks with all these devices, and lastly the security. Uh, they have to look at all the different security uh, threats and capabilities that are going to now be opened up from the fact that there will be so many more devices and so many more applications accessing their network. It's scary, but anyway, promising. Um, so do you consult and uh, sell products also on a country level? I'm, I'm trying to understand what happens, for example, with Africa or countries that are under development. Is it up to the operator or systems or backbones have to, from starting from the country and decisions taken by the government? Well, yeah, we, we sell through many different channels across the world, and we also sell directly to service providers. So we have customers that we sell, the, some of our larger customers we sell direct to, and other customers we sell through channel partners that are in various different regions. So depending on which theater of the, of the globe, we have different channel partners that we work through that sell into the different service providers that we have as end customers. And we have others that we do sell direct to as well. And um, um, many of the service providers are inherently growing these networks and have a need for optimizing these networks as they grow them as quickly as this industry is, evol is evolving. And all of our solutions really uh, fit in and help them uh, better optimize and monetize these networks as they grow them. So um, how do you develop your products? Do you have R&D centers, research? Let's go back and understand how a company like yours actually works. So, Because if you don't provide the infra infrastructure to, for the operators, they won't provide the services to us as consumers. How does it work? How do you, how do you go about that? Well, F5 has a long legacy, uh, the past 20 years now, of... Of, of optimizing applications and application delivery okay. and and naturally as the wireless industry has evolved it's evolved more towards being more of an applications oriented uh, service rather than a connected voice only service and that <clears throat> really fits into F5 strengths and we do develop all our own solutions we have partners that help us uh, fill gaps in certain areas, but we do have uh, large development centers in both San Jose, California, as well as in Seattle, where we're headquartered, and um, and in other parts of the world as well to a smaller scale. But we do uh, we do have a long legacy of developing uh, uh, IP-based infrastructure mm -hmm. specifically to make applications work better, 
to make it <clears throat> easier to access applications and also to secure them and, and all, overall allow for better performance. Okay, so another question would be, I don't, of course, it's not, it's, you might be able to answer it. Will it get cheaper for the consumers? Because a lot of times it is an expensive um, sort of, you know, uh, it should be just like water. I, in my mind, uh, connectivity over the internet should become a good that is available for everybody freely. I would, that's what I would say. But do you believe it will become cheaper and be a cheaper offering to, to, to humans? I do, and I think it comes down to the cost per uh, bit or the cost per megabit that's delivered to a, to a device for any particular service is going to continue to go down. Service providers are continuing to look at ways they can optimize their ne their networks and also look at ways they can build networks that are more efficient. And F5 helps do that. And 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 it's and it's one uh, where you'll see the cost of delivering an application or a service to a user is going to continue to to become more efficient and and and, and service providers will be able to deliver more services more efficiently and it'll be cheaper for for the end user ultimately on a per service basis and it'll also be more flexible for uh, users to be able to customize their experience as as this whole dynamic continues to evolve um, I'd also like to ask you about uh, Africa because you, you, you obviously sell there to operators what are the differences for me Looking at from a European, a person who lives in Europe and has uh, connectivity at all moments on my mobile and I can do anything, but I can go on my web and it's easy. Um, what do you see, what, what are the vital differences that you see with operators in Africa, in different countries? It's not right to say Africa in general, it's a huge continent and I know some countries are different, but what's your perspective on, the, on, on what's going on there in Africa? Um, yeah, it is different in different countries, and I think that um, there's a couple of things. Certainly, there's there's economic differences from one country to the next, where uh, where, where service service delivery and, and and cheaper service delivery is probably more important in, than it is in other countries. But I also think there's regulatory differences that sometimes impact the ability for a service provider in one country to. To, to be able to be more innovative than in other countries. And uh, within Africa, I think that many of the countries there are still developing, and I think that a lot of the regulatory uh, bodies are still uh, still learning what, what the right mix of regulations are for delivering information and telecommunication services, and I think that's going to have an impact over time. Okay, my last question. As a professional, apart from F5, from your own experience, what do you believe, where do you see the whole IT and all of this going in prediction? It's in two years. Uh, you're going to see wearables. What's going to be hot in two years? Well, I think from a service provider perspective, not a consumer perspective, because I think uh, from a consumer perspective, I think the just the nature of devices and applications is just going to continue to accelerate. So what we've seen, you're going to continue to see that, see that acceleration uh, uh, ongoing. From a service provider perspective, I think the thing that's hot 
is they're going to virtualize more and more of their networks mm -hmm. because they have to. It's the only way they can respond to that consumer demand that's driving them. The other thing that's going to be hot is security. I think security yeah. is, is, is always a concern. And you've seen more and more threats emerge and more and more security concerns emerge in the past several years. And that's going to continue to accelerate. So I think those are the two dynamics you'll see from a service provider perspective is more virtualization and then more focus on security and also inherently building security into all this so that they're not being reactive once a security breach yeah. happens and then try to plug the holes. They're, they're taking more of a proactive approach now to try to design security inherently into these networks over time. Um. I have seen something quite important in this Mobile World Congress. There's a shift, uh, obviously in not in your sector, because it was always about enterprises, but it's all about enterprise, even in the you know, software and applications. It used to be um, startups that were you know, funky and nice and sexy, but now in e-health, m-health, connectivity, car connectivity, it's always about the enterprise. It's a big big boys are coming now in and they're interested in security a lot because every interview I've done it's like what are we going to do with security and it makes sense in your field but in those they didn't really care that much before but suddenly it's a factor I don't know your yeah. absolutely I think from an enterprise perspective the first thing they look at when they see new technology new devices new applications is how can I use this and, and, and it's going to make me more productive and it's going to make my employees more productive. Let's, okay. let's, let's employ all these fancy new technologies. But they, it's the reactive approach relative to security. They don't think about the securities that ne then end up having to be employed later until they get a breach. Yeah. So um, I think that uh, you're right. It, it, it's one of those things where enterprises now are, are realizing that Technology is great, but it's also one of these things where we have to be more measured in terms of what we do. And I think security, as I said before, I think is going to be a, a, an increasing thought uh, being put into uh, being put into how these technologies are are deployed. I agree, and I think data is also causing that because suddenly it's a big issue. They're collecting all this data, so obviously, once more, security is the biggest factor, along with ethics and privacy. So thank you, Peter, for being with us. Thank you very much. Um, this is Vicky Kolovo from Tech Talk Central, and I was talking with Peter Margaris from F5 Networks. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.